Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard, because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Oh, hello. How are you today? Oh, hello, good sir. Pleasure to see you again on this fine uh, nuptial. Oh, yes, indubitably, sir. Now, I have a, a, a bit of an awkward question for you. Uh, yes, of course, my good man. Well, you see, I was out and about with my wife the other day. <laughs> yes. Mustache twirl, mustache twirl. Mm-hmm. And we had a, a, a spot of trouble deciding, do we get a... Uh, pipe tobacco or smoke a large cigar? I have always been quite fond of the piped tobacco. <laughs> it is a, a personal favorite, as I shall smoke it as my father smoked it before me, and when he walked the halls of this fine institution. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes. It's good to be tenured, sir. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> it's good to be an immortal dragon with tenure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they've got tenure. Oh, right? definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like, I know that you're immortal, but, like, having, you know, living for millennia on end... Look, like, it, it, it... Necessarily, it, it's not... It's not no, it does not equal job security. If a dragon professor does not have tenure, just what the fuck are they doing with their life? For real, though. God dang. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach. I'm Griffin. And, uh, look, we got new source material, so we're, we're, we're like, hey, Zach, we're like two kids on Christmas. Oh, we're excited, <laughs> boys. <laughs> I'm very happy that you definitely, you, you grasped what I was going for. Um, uh, just, just of like, course. oh, it was money, Griff. How long have we known each other, and how long have we been doing bits? Not just on this show, but just in general. Like we've known each other over ten years, so. Aww. Hey, hey, Aww, hey, hey. Look at been that. Dudes for a decade. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to be doing that laugh all fucking day now. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode, of course. We're very excited, of course. Um, but before yes. we get to that, there's some. Uh, we, we've got some, some literal housekeeping we got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the time has come where we realize that our lease is up in Bjerringbro. And I think we've been moving about once a year, approximately. The anniversary just came and went, and you know what? Summer is gone. Winter is rolling uh, through uh, 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 Denmark, and mm. we gotta get the fuck out of here. I cannot do another Danish winter. Oh, Bjerring Bro uh, in those cold winter months is bullshit. And like so, the civic, the civic center is not doing any performances. Yeah, it's it's kind of depressing. So yeah. we um we we picked up and we uh, uh, moved the the shop uh, uh to somewhere a little more a little more sunny, a little mm-hmm. more um let's just say alive, you know. Uh, so here we are in fantastic scenic Guadalajara, Mexico. 
<laughs> just soaking up the rays. You know, we we're we're summering and <laughs> we're su- we're, we're summering in Mexico. You know, we were in the, in the beach ride, and God, it was nice. It was pretty good, guys. It was really nice, and so we were like, you know, what? we got to get back so, you know, near that equator some more. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, we're loving it. And like, honestly, the planar energy is here pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things. It's like, uh, 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 you know, lots of folks. That energy is just kind of. Uh, 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 expanding off them into the air, and we're tapping right into it. The power of the people. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna have to spend a little more on the back end every month for, like, the range magnifiers. Oh, yeah. But, like, definitely. it's worth it for, it's the, well for worth the weather it. and the climate and the culture. Oh, definitely, definitely. So that's... I found this little I found this little cocoa stand on the corner, and I know what you're thinking, like, cocoa in the middle of the Guadalajaran, like, winter time, like... I know, but it's it's great. Oh, it's delicious. Well, it's, it's fantastic. No, you you ask them for uh, like you know like when you go to Starbucks and you get like the kid temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. That, you get you get like a nice. It's 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 not like burning hot. It's like ni- like like a nice warm, and it's like ah uh, ah. Uh. It's it's Griffin levels of drinkable. It's Griffin levels of drinkable. Yeah, but uh, aside from that, uh, I'm very excited because a new book just dropped. New. New book that I will be referring to as. Oh. Um, I'm just saying there's there's a, there's some low hanging fruit, Zach. Just be mindful of that. Yeah. So uh, 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 aside from uh, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft, uh, of Witchcraft and Wizardry, um, instead we're gonna call this Flix Bastion, <laughs> a syllabus of silliness. Okay, a syllabus of silliness. I'm I'm really into. You don't you don't like, um, like Flix Bastion? It's <laughs> it's better than than a uh, guide to Crow Balcony. <laughs> Look, Crow Balcony slaps. Okay, uh, I was gonna say my. The, I'm gonna go ahead and just pick the low hanging fruit, just so we can throw it on the ground. I was gonna say Dick's Craven. Oh, Dick's Craven's pretty good. But like that's I'm I'm now gonna take the fruit and I'm gonna stomp it under the ground. Okay, it, it, to the earth. that's the uh, do, do we do we want to rethink uh, 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 Flix Bastion? Because I was thinking like Haven Bastion, like that was my yeah. I want it to rhyme entirely. I think okay. Like instead of doing like a synonym for Haven, I'm thinking like like a la Dick's Craven. Um, what about mix? Flavin, <laughs> mix Flavin. <laughs> it, it sounds like you're like like it's like, uh, hey man, you put a lot of different uh, uh, fruits in that smoothie, man. Oh, you know, just mix Flavin, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now let's actually go with Flix Bastion. I'm I'm into that. Uh, all right, yeah, uh, we're of course talking about Strixhaven's uh, cur- Curriculum of Chaos uh, that just yes. dropped by Wizard of the Coast. Yes, which will now be referred to as. F- Flix Bastion. That's all. This is silliness. <laughs> can I can I tell you a, a brief story that's actually slightly related? Oh, hit me, hit me with it. Hit me with um, so you remember you remember the wizard that I played in our home games? Oh, Jojen um, Smallpaw variety. Yes. Yeah, one Jojen Smallpaw. He was a sweet little polar bear boy and was a student at a magic school uh, for yes. a time. Um, where he developed a counter to the popular spell Bigby's Hand. Yeah, and small paws, big paws, small paws, big paw, 
and then like the party ended up with uh you know a stronghold and the group collectively named Jojen's Tower or Smallpaw's Big Tower. Yeah. Um I had so I I I've just moved into a new apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And I needed to get my internet set oh, up. I I pulled my old router out of storage and um I had my network on there is called Smallpaw's Big Network. It's pretty good. And so a technician came over. <laughs> And for for in the fin- the finalizing of the setup, needed to get onto my Wi-Fi, and he was like, "What what network is yours?" And I had to look this adult man in the face <laughs> and say very meekly, "Small paws, big network." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's very good. And he just kind of looked at me sideways. And then the password is also like it was the the name for our home world. And so I had to like spell out the th- everything for him. It was it was a mess. Uh, <laughs> your embarrassment uh uh I got to say it makes for a good anecdote. Small paws, big network. Small paws, big <laughs> network. Because <laughs> I don't live near anyone who that reference no. means anything to anymore. Not anymore. But I'm not fucking changing it. No, it's it's it. Look, it's a good name for a network. Yeah. Yeah. See, our Wi-Fi password is uh, no fuck you. Mm-hmm. So they're like, it's like someone could be like, hey, what's hey, your what's your Wi-Fi password? No, nah, fuck you. Yeah. Hey, can I get your password for your Wi-Fi? No, nah, fuck you. That seems kind of rude. It was like, I asked politely. <laughs> no, it's, n- no, no, fuck you. Oh. This is not shedding any light into the situation. No. Fuck you. Our <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi password's the best. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, this book is... This is a good book. It's about it's, a magic school. It's about a magic school, and the heads of all the different, like, colleges are ancient dragons who are also the different spellcasters. And honestly, it's pretty awesome. Pretty fucking tight. I'm here for it. Uh, are you ready to dive in? I am ready. Awesome. So, first up, we got the pest mascot. Okay. Yeah, the pest mascot... Um, Holy shit. ...is... A little gubby boy. Um, it's a little purple worm. That Whose like mascot is this? That in seeing this in person would be horrifying. However, uh, yeah. looking it on the page is kind of adorable. So it has a lot of teeth. It has a lot of teeth, a lot of spikies, and a lot of eyes. Those are either eyes or you know, kind of like butterflies. They're like just markings to resemble eyes. I'm not sure. It's definitely got at least two eyes. Yeah, so it's a, it's a purple little grub guy. It's got a mm-hmm. bunch of bunch of legs, each with like a, just like a long claw toenail sort of thing on them. Yeah, like a big toenail. Yeah, it's purple. It's got sort of light, you know, like the, the color lightens on the belly. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of got a big sea lamprey mouth. Yeah. Um, it's got a bunch of it, spikies on the, on his back and like top of his head. Um, and then it looks like it's got a bunch of like green spots down its side. But, like, some of them are bigger and have black spots on top of them that make it look like they're big old eyeballs. Yeah. Just all along the side of this guy. Yeah. Grumpy, spiky, and generally <laughs> irritating. <laughs> Pest mascots inhabit the muggy bayou of Sedgemore. However, these ferret-sized swamp creatures hold deep wells of life essence, making them convenient fuel sources for the magic of Witherbloom <laughs> mages. 
Oh, my God. As such, many Witherbloom students have adopted pests from the bayou as pets, and pests, in all their spiny glory, have become the mascots of the college. I'm guessing, in classic pet shop fashion, we have read none of this book beforehand. I'm guessing that Witherbloom is, like, one of the houses. Yeah, it sounds like one of the houses. They all have their different sort of specialization. Okay. Um, and uh, that's awesome. Uh, and they, they uh, adopted this as their their house mascot. That's very good. Grumpy, spiky, and generally irritating. And generally Just irritating. Just like me. Just, oh, grief. Well, these guys are honestly pretty quick, you know, for tiny little, little tiny monstrosities. They got a speed of 30 feet. Would not expect Holy that. Shit. I know. Yeah, they boogie. They boogie real big. They've got regeneration. Uh, the pest regains five hit points at the start of its turn if it has at least one hit point. If it takes fire damage, this trait doesn't function at the start of the pest's turn. Mm-hmm. And it has spiny hide. At the start of each of its turns, the pest deals two or one d4 piercing dance to any creature grappling it or that it is grappling. Yeah, this thing looks bad to hug. It looks pretty bad to hug. I mean, it's one like, of those you gotta things... Be, you gotta be really careful. You do. You gotta be pretty uh, pretty cautious. Give it a give it a little hug, um, and uh, yeah, and it can bite you. So I'm wondering, because it's yeah. like you know they they're convenient fuel sources. Do like do they die? Do they die when you use them as fuel sources? Because <laughs> it's like this Witherbloom students. Do they just like? have like a like a, a pest supplier so it's like oh yeah I dr- I, you know i drained little d trick gotta get another one. Oh my god i mean are they just living little batteries that like they once they're spent it's like all right gotta get gotta get a new one i don't know um because it's like they regenerate so are they like a chargeable battery you know like a little duracell <laughs> that you know that had the little thing and you stick them on the wall and they they charge back up Yes, Zach. Very good. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Yeah, you, 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 I'm, you I'm feel... kind of looking through the Witherbloom like folks. Okay, it it says here they uh they they focus on the study of the cycles of life and death. Their magic is fueled by what they called uh what they call life essence, the ubiquitous energy that runs through living things. That would like, make sense. Specifically, say that like when something dies, they get a spell slot back or something. In theory, but... since they you know they they regenerate, it, and it's their life essence that's the the mm-hmm. fuel. So like if they train them to like that down to like one hit point, mm-hmm. and then let them you know bounce back, yeah, then like yeah, it's renewable. They have a reaction when the mage sees a creature within thirty feet of itself drop to zero hit points that can basically cause it to explode. Oh shit! What? Yeah. Damn. So yeah, that's intense. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Fuck. All right. Well, hey. Pest mask. It looks like there's a lot of like necromancy stuff in here as well. So you you throw these things at them, they explode, and then you bring them back to life. Damn. You do it again. Fuck. That's that's pretty potent, actually. Good good job, pest mascot. Oh, uh, the pest. Give them the pest and take the rest. <laughs> Suck them dry, then tell them hi, because <laughs> they're back as ghosts. <laughs> I can't. I, I got nothing else. You got nothing else? I, hey. I, I, peaked, I peaked with um, the thing I said a minute ago that I can't remember. <laughs> All right, man. Look, my brain's got... I, 
my brain is made of Swiss cheese over this past week. It's because you got too many pest mascots in there, bro. Uh, there's eating my brain cheese. Uh, just that really nibbing, really nib. Now, yeah, I wonder do they like do they like chomp on stuff or do they? It says they got a bite. I imagine they chomp. I was just wondering if they see lamprey do like. Yeah, I can't imagine something having that many teeth and not chomp. I mean, yeah, I mean, like so do sea lamprey, but then they they chomp. They don't really chomp. They like latch, and, mm, they, and then they, I see what you're saying. And then they suck you dry. You know what I mean? I think these things chomp. You think they chomp? I think they chomp deep. Oh, they they chomp deep. <laughs> Like they really fucking like, they oh they get just... really fucking into it man. <laughs> uh, they get that they get uh, the their mouth around that whole chicken wing. It's <laughs> very good. Uh, but yeah, pest mascots—they're pretty cute. They're pretty horrible. Let's move on. I think this thing can wrap its mouth around like a full football. Oh hell yes. Mm-hmm. Take just that big U-shaped chomp. Uh, you know, I just need a chomp on a pig skin. <laughs> uh, we've embraced I love, madness. We've, we've, I love. I love this show. We've embraced only madness today. Well, like just just off mm. off out of character, real quick. The holiday season is the busiest fucking time of year for the institute. That's fair. Uh, so I am like, I'm going to be working, starting next week, I'm going to be working overtime every week for the next month. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God bless you, sir. Oh, thank you. Let's move on awesome. to our next friend. This one... Oh, Slaps. Very, this one, uh, very pretty. Oh, God, um, I love it. This is the Relic Sloth. ho, <laughs> This is like, oh god! Look at the feet, Zach. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> it's walking on its knucks. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is like a sloth combined with a camel combined with a gorilla, with like a giraffe neck. Yeah, this thing is wild. So it is a huge beast. Like there are people in this artwork, and I'm this thing is like twice their size. Oh, it's more than that. Like this thing's probably got like is like quad, baby. Yeah. Um, white fur, long white neck with uh, four big legs, uh, four four fucking trunks. No, for real though, they're beefy. Its front legs. It's got like the weird like three toed sloth thing, but yeah, it, it's walking on its knucks. Yeah, and like the a, claws like kind of like hook up behind. Yeah, it. like like it's got the long fingernails, but it's still walking on the nuts, so they're just kind of back there. And then the back feet look like pretty normal feet. Um, it's got this long neck that extends out of the front of the torso, a bunch of big curly tusks, and then kind of like an angry face. Oh, it's got a yeah, a big old mean face. Yeah, it's like motherfucker, don't you dare! And I think I think Zacket's ear is pierced. It is. It is in fact pierced. <laughs> um, and Can confirm the sloth's ear is per pierced. Tight things you only uh, hear here on Pet Shop. <laughs> and I think this particular this particular relic sloth is laden with like cargo and uh, uh, some some like barding and things like that. Yeah. Uh, for long expeditions, lore hold mages. Another house, I'm guessing 
often employ relic sloths to haul adventuring equipment and excavated artifacts, so long as their study isn't in any particular hurry. Relic sloths travel at an excruciatingly slow pace, deliberating every step and moving only when necessary. But this caution makes these hulking creatures perfect for traversing treacherous and crumbling ruins where other beasts of burden would falter. The distinctive sickle-shaped claws on a relic sloth's forelimbs are primarily used for climbing, though they can fend off a hungry predator in a pinch. Nice. Um, I, so I looked up the lore hold just because yes. you know, that seems like a fun thing to do. Uh, yeah. The Archaeomancers of Lorehold College draw their magical might from the flow of time and fate and the way those forces shape the course of history. Scholars of this broad mystical study divide between those who see history as an unpredictable jumble of chance and those who believe events uh, form a perfect and unpredictable pattern. I do want to point out that mm. in the art, for lore, yeah. for the Lorehold scholars, there is a dwarf holding a Gatling gun that it looks like the ammo is spell scrolls. <laughs> I'm All not right. 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a Gatling gun that shoots spell scrolls. Sure. <laughs> we'll have to come back and do that another day. We'll have to do a deep dive into like the, uh, the different schools. Oh, definitely. There's so much going on here. <laughs> well, let's return to our friend the oh, definitely sloth for now. So it's got a chunky amount of hit points for for being such a oh damn yeah. Uh, it's only got a twenty foot speed, but it does have that twenty foot climb speed, like the uh, text suggested. Uh, plus five strength, so like this thing is yoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, its claws are nothing to sneeze at. Plus seven to hit, ten foot reach, two d eight plus five damage, and it auto grapples. Well, it makes sense. Those are some big claws it's got there. Yeah. And then it has a reaction called slow but sturdy. When the relic sloth is subjected to an effect that would move it out of its current space or knock it prone, it can use this reaction to just negate that. No. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> the the ballsy-ass Eldritch Knight runs up and like blasts a thunder wave yeah. out at this thing, and it's just like... Nah. <laughs> Next. No, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it just very slowly holds up one of those big claws with a middle finger. Fuck you. <laughs> the wizard tries to cast grease under it. It's just like... A first level spell. Come on, really? bro. At least make me work for it. Oh, man. <laughs> no, these things are fucking... They're just cool looking. Yeah, they're... they're thick and seemingly pretty fr I would like to think they're pretty friendly despite the kind of big old mean nasty face yeah they do have a, a minus one charisma mm. I don't know man yeah but I mean like it's a so does like a dog I'm pretty sure that's like, we love dogs oh everyone loves dogs no but like look like imagine what just like a cuddle with this thing would be like yeah, this is one of those things that, like, you don't pack blankets on your trip. You just kind of snuggle in this thing like Aang snuggles into Appa. Yeah, it just sort of, like, puts the big meaty arms around you, and those are your blanket. Mm -hmm. And then you got that nice, like, <sighs> like, the, to, to lull you <laughs> to sleep. Oh, mm. what a buddy. 
it's just a it's just, talk about a weighted blanket. Yo, for real though, like this guy, he's so big, and I want him to be my friend. <laughs> I love I love the little thing in here of how it being so slow is like it's it's its curse and its blessing. Yeah. Like, it's just so deliberate that it can't fucking fall over. Yo, uh, imagine, though, that that moment, like, how fucking freaked you'd be. Like, you shoot, you know, like you're saying, you shoot a thunder, uh, like a thunder wave yeah. at this thing, and it's just like, <laughs> cracks the neck. Sideways. The fuck are you doing? Oh, shit. Like, a fucking, a storm giant could expend a full round of shove attacks on this thing and it wouldn't matter no it's like no an I'm ancient good. dragon could use its wing attack and it wouldn't matter yeah it wouldn't it like this thing won't move it's like a snorlax i move for no man oh that's a fancy relic slot yeah <laughs> try your worst this one has a mustache and a top hat. Oh yes, well no, yeah, it, it, it's big. It's big tusks instead of go out the sides and and hit a big mm. curly cue. Yeah, Lorehold mages seem like the snooty ones. Probably, yeah. I, I don't know. The one has a Gatling gun, so yeah. But then you got the big elephant who's got like a staff with the fucking spell scroll wrapped around it. Yeah, they, they're snoot. They're, they're the snooty they're, ones. They've got to be the snooty ones. And would... so the relic sloth is just like. Okay. If you say so. Oh, you're looking to throw hands? You'll Bully! You'll catch these hands. <laughs> and then you and then it's like in uh Skyrim when you get hit by one of the giants. But like they hit oh, you down, yeah. and then you spring off the world. <laughs> yeah, they spike you into the ground so hard that, that the ground temporarily becomes a trampoline. Yeah, that you fly from fucking winter hell. What was it? Winterhold to fucking Windhelm. Yeah, I'm just gonna fast travel to Solitude real quick. Hang on, hey giant, fuck yourself. Boom. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> Uh, uh, these guys are cool. No, they're very cool. This is a cool book. I'm digging it very, very much. I, I'm digging this book quite a bit. Are we oh, happy? Man. I'm pretty happy. Do okay, we... I, I, I will just real quick, because I don't know if we're going to cover them. Click on the Silver Quill Scholars real quick and tell me they're not a boy band. Oh, definitely. Look at that shit. Holy shit. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, no, they're real sexy, and God, I know they can dance. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I found the Lorehold dragon. Velamicus. Is he a wizard? He's a wizard. Oh, of course he is, because he's snooty. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, let's bring this over to the advertiser du jour. Adver Take it away. Advertiser. It goes here. Advertisement. There's nothing to be. <laughs> Everybody needs a friend sometimes. Some days that 9 to 5 just drags you down and you need somebody to help pick you back up. Some days you have to go to the store but leaving the house by yourself seems next to impossible. Some days you just need someone to listen. And for some folks, animal or monster companionship just isn't the right fit. If you've ever found yourself in a situation like that, then Instant Mister may be right for you. 
Instant Mister is a compact, inflatable companion that you can keep in a pocket, purse, or backpack until you need a friend. Just pull the seal on the top of your Instant Mister, and he inflates within seconds into a fully grown, human-sized buddy just for you. Instant Mister follows wherever you go and is durable enough to stand up to water, dirt, and unwanted human contact as you brush by strangers in tight situations. And when you're done, simply say, See you next time, pal, and the magical enchantment safely deflates your Instant Mister and returns him to a compact size for next time. Need an audience to practice speaking in front of others? Instant Mister! Walking home late at night and want someone to help keep you safe? Instant Mister! Tired of sleeping alone? Instant Mister. Instant Mister comes in many design options such as businessman, skater punk, frat guy, single father, guy with acoustic guitar who only knows one song, doctor, woodsman, beer snob, underachiever, and more. Also, check out our celebrity options. You can style your Instant Mister after famous misters such as Ryan Reynolds, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Samuel L. Jackson, Matthew Mercer, Andre 3000, Stephen Hawking, John F. Kennedy, and more. Call 1-800-PET-SHOP to order your Instant Mister today. Or you can order online at PetShopCast.com and use the promo code LONELY to get 15% off your order. Instant Mister. You've got a friend whenever. And we're back. And so I said, Prismari, I barely know her. (laughs) Wait, no, that didn't make any sense. Um, Let me try it again. Strixhaven, Strix it where? (laughs) Good lord, man. Witherbloom, more like... uh, um, with her, uh, uh, with her loom, L- uh, lore hold more like borehole. <laughs> Why don't we talk about the ruin grinder? Let's talk about the ruin grinder. So ruin grinder is uh, just a big old construct. See, uh, see a grind? Is he grinding ruins? And he might be grinding up ruins. Let's see. Uh, is he? Or is he grinding in ruins? Uh, it really d- it depends on how much he's had to drink. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we got big old construct. You know, big ro- robot man. He looks like he's got big like, um, bobcat hands. You know, like the little like the construction Not the animal. No, but... the the construction equipment. You know, with the little with the scoop hand. This guy's got bobcats for hands. Bobcats for hands. <laughs> that that's right, lefty. Anyway. Uh... Yeah, like like big big construction equipment scoop hands. Yeah, created by the Archaeomancers of Lorehold College. We got more of those guys. That makes Ru- sense. Ruin grinders are mighty automatons built to excavate ancient ruins and artifacts. The massive toothed shovels, Bob hands, mm. attached to the ruin grinders' arms, tear through millennial old bedrock with ease. Le- uh, yeah, leading some Lorehold mages to fear that the Grinders may destroy more history than they unearth. You fucking named them Ruin Grinders. What did you expect, did you-, <laughs> you idiots? What did you think they were going to do? They're going to grind ruins. I thought it would be a nice name. It sounds catchy. No, yeah, it's super catchy, Professor, but like, it's 
it's doing its job a little too well, is all I'm saying. Hold for a moment whilst I give myself a pet on the back. Pet on the back. Isn't the whole point supposed to be like we, we find things in the ruins, not destroy them? Yes. Okay, so like... I'm saying it's 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 things are coming back in pieces. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna transfer. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. We didn't want you here anyhow. I'm gonna uh, transfer to the boy band uh, house. Nice. Go hang out with the shadowy, pretty people then. They sound pretty hot. I know they are. Uh, <laughs> so this fish is immune to fire and poison damage. Can't be charmed, exhausted, frightened, petrified, poisoned. Tight. Has blind set out to 60 feet. Uh, passive perception at 10. It understands the languages of its creator, but can't speak. Oh, shit. It absorbs fire. Whenever the Ruin Grinder is subjected to fire damage, it regains a number of hit points equal to half the fire damage dealt. That sucks, because you know what wizards love? Fire. Fire. <laughs> Kill Um... It's a siege monster, so it deals double damage to objects and structures. Mm-hmm. It's a good tunneler. The Ruin Grider can burrow through solid rock at half its uh, burrowing speed, which is oh 30 feet, yeah. and and leaves a 10-foot diameter tunnel in its wake. Yeah, this thing's grinding. It's, oh, it's grinding away. Baby, grind on me. You know that song? No. <laughs> the Ruin Grider makes two excavator attacks as an action. Uh, it's plus nine, well, plus nine to hit. Deals two d six plus uh, six force damage. If the target is a huge or smaller creature, it must succeed on a DC seventeen strength saving throw. Be pushed up to ten feet and knocked prone. Scott, unless it's a relic slot. Oh yeah, it, yeah. That won't that won't happen. You get the big fucking metallic thing walking up on the sloth, and the yeah. sloth's like, "You want to catch these hands?" <laughs> <laughs> and the guy is like, Grrr. and then its hand does a cool like spin thing, and it goes to hit mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's like that. Uh, it's like uh, uh, that moment when um, Thor puts the hammer down onto Captain America's shield. Yeah, and it just bang. And then the uh, and then the the relic sloth looks at the ruin grinder, and you hear the team up. We were all waiting. For. Yeah, of course. I'm picturing, like, that moment in, like, a movie where the scrappy young hero has to fight, like, the comically large henchman. Yeah. And goes to, like, punch a comically large henchman in the face. Mm -hmm. And, like, their their fist just stops and the face doesn't move. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. And then they get thrown across the room. Yeah, that or I'm imagining that moment from Back to the Future. Um after uh, uh, Marty's dad, uh, uh, be, you know, back in time, it is like, mm-hmm. no, Biff, you leave her alone. <laughs> and then, like, the guy comes up and tries to move him, but George McFly ain't going nowhere, and he just yeah. fucking lays out Biff. You know what I'm talking about? Remember Fuck that? Biff. Remember that part of the movie? Yes, I do. In fact, <laughs> awesome. Uh, because because uh, our old friend Austin made me watch that movie. He, he look he does <laughs> made love me Back watch to the all Future. of those movies. He does love Back to the Future. Oh, Roxy's sitting in a little bed by my feet. Oh, it's real cute. Uh look, Ruin Grinders. They're uh... how do you think these guys would be in the club? Oh, in the club. I mean, they're going to be grinding. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're they're finding other automatons. You know. Uh, uh, and and the dances, uh, they're getting it's getting a little racy to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
but like it's too much for like a high school dance uh, too much for a high school dance definitely but definitely but like for like um so when i was a freshman uh griffin back to back to college days yes um uh the people in my dorm often uh, uh, dragged me out to a place called sky bar Yes, um, I, and I remember. I, I reluctantly are. went because I had about 50 of those coupon books that you got at the beginning of the school year that had yes. the free entrance into Sky Bar. <laughs> um, and uh, so I had about 50 of those books in my dra- <laughs> the drawer of my that shitty built-in desk. Um, yep. And so when everyone was like, Zach, you're coming to Sky Bar, I went, okay. And then I went to my room and I got one of the coupon books and I, 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 I sat there and rifled <laughs> until I found one that still had that coupon in it. And I ripped the coupon out and then I'd go out to the bar and the person at the door uh, uh, took the, the thing reluctantly knowing that I, 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 how many of those things <laughs> I'd used because um, I was definitely gaining the system. Um, and uh, the definitely the way that people were dancing in that particular club. That's about how racy uh, things got here. <laughs> what a fucking walk. <laughs> um, how do you think these guys would do in a skate park? In a skate park? I, I think they'd probably be grinding like champs, man. Yeah, They're not yeah, so yeah, great yeah. at manuals. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, if you're familiar with the with the move of a manual. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I played uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater oh, Okay, too. you know, you know, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely grinding. I, I, I don't think they'd be good at, um, like a board slide or a dark slide. Uh, cause uh, unfortunately, like, you know, they're big metal, so they would like snap the board in half. Yeah. You know, putting their weight on just the edges of the board with the thing in the middle. Um, but like, like, a, like a, 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 oh, fuck. Like a 50 50? Oh, hell yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I couldn't think of grinds for a second, but, um, yeah. Um, how would you think these guys would be as coffee roasters? Not great, honestly. You would think that with like the mechanical hands, they could just be like, but yeah, uh, there's there's grinding involved. There's grinding involved, definitely. The problem with it is that to be like a, like the best baristas have a love for the craft, mm, you know, for the brew. That's a great point. They have a love for the brew, uh, you know. Whereas like whereas grinding in a club and you know grinding in a skate park can be very technical. Um, you know, it can be it can be broken down, you know, much like with cooking, with baking, um, you know, it might seem formulaic, but mm-hmm. there's a great deal of of love and heart that you have to put into it. Yeah. The human element. Yeah. And, and th- that human element that. Uh, well, yeah. Well, not human, but like that. What's that? Human? Yeah. You know what I mean? That 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 the that, soul, the soul. Exactly. That most ruined grinders that I've met just frankly don't have. Mm hmm. But when they're in that club, though, makes yo, it makes my servos heat up. I have to say. <laughs> trying to think of more things where grinding's involved. Um, um, how do you think these guys would be with angles? With angles, eh. are they are they are they An- angle, angle grinders? grinders? They can. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, with, with that, with the hand, like they don't even need to like make it like a like a, you know like a little signer thing, uh, uh, an actual like grinder that spins and shit. They can just mm. like smack it. Yeah. You know, like that car, that card trick when like you've got like the the cards between your knuckles yeah. and you just kind of smack it. They do that, but it just gets the perfect angle that you need. Love that. It's pretty good. Um, how do you think they would be in MMOs like World of Warcraft? Oh uh, yeah, they they're pretty good. <laughs> I think the the issue they gotta have like a special keyboard because they can't hit the buttons. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about like really big World of Warcraft. Yeah, no, they, well, yeah, they would just need you know like. The problem is they don't have fingers, I think. Mm-hmm. So navigating, you know, that the the WASD, 
is yeah. is pretty difficult. But they could they could get up there. I think they could get up to like max level like really quickly. Oh, definitely. Um, because they're really good at grinding. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? Um, they'd be at um the uh, uh prep of marijuana. <laughs> Top tier. Top tier. Top tier. Hell yeah. Like. I mean, just just look at look at the hands and like on the top of it, there's already like like there's a fire coming out of it already. Oh yeah, like this you is, can just that, that smoke is a, straight out your ruin grinder. Yeah, it's a start to finish process. Like, really they've got you. They've got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, there's there there could very well be a dispensary somewhere in that big robot. It's fair. You don't know how how do you feel? Um, they'd be at just like. You know, working their their every you know their everyday job. You know, staying on that grind. <laughs> um, I think that honestly, with, with with sort of the they're they're like it's a, it's a gig economy sort of situation. Yeah, yeah definitely. Work. You know, you go they're contractors. Spot spot. Yeah, yeah. You go to d- these different locations, and you know, like they they enjoy the new locations, the new ruins to grind. Are they unionized, or are they are they like scabs? I think they're. I don't think they're scabs. I think they're in the process of unionizing. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. But they're so disparate that it's hard to get like a unified front. Okay, well, together. yeah, we definitely got can't cross that picket line until you know they, they've mm-hmm. you know, seen some results. Um, Do you think that ruin grinders um, uh, seek um, other ruin grinders through a particular dating app? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, how do you think they are, um, uh, uh, do you think that they have to wear a mouth guard at night? <laughs> yeah, bud. Because... 100%. You know, to make sure that they, they're not, their, te- their teeth, you know... Actually, yeah, because they're always grinding. They're always grinding. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it into this bit. There we go. <laughs> hey, it was, it was a good bit. I'm here for it. That was a really good bit. I had a lot of fun that, with that. That bit. lasted a lot longer than it probably should have, and a lot longer than I thought it would. So go us, go us. Are you ready for this last one, Griff? I think so, bud. This one you um, were really excited about. I have a particular kinship with this next one because its name is just one letter off from my name. Zach, we're talking about Groff. Groff, you say? Yeah, like it could be Zach and Groff's multiversal part ship. You know, like it's one letter off. Oh man! <laughs> um, you better get your uh, CV uh, worked up because I think I found me a new partner here. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Zach! You can't replace me with Groff. But Groff. Um, and Groff, in a uh, a fun twist of fate, happens to be connected, I think, to our friends, the pest mascot. Yes. Groff is uh, R? Sure. Groff are large plants, but they resemble, like, a big dog? I thought it was, like, a big swamp bear. It looks, it looks canine to me. Like, look at the snoot. It, I mean, yeah, that's fair. It looks like, a, it, it, to me... Zach, it looked like a dog. That's fair. Well, then you continue. You continue with the with, with the dog. All right, all right. Um, it says here. Uh, it says, many it astri- says canine faces right there. Sorry. Hey, there we go. Um, many a Strixhaven student wandering the bayou has stepped on a seemingly mundane patch of moss. 
only to discover that it was the back of a hungry groff lurking beneath the surface. You oh. know we love to resemble moss. Uh, oh, definitely. These shaggy swamp creatures have canine faces and glowing blue eyes, and they are ravenous carnivores, with pest mascots being their favorite food. Oh, no! <laughs> Guavi, no! Guavi, no! A handful of more intrepid Witherbloom mages have learned to follow Groffs in order to track down pest mascots. But most of these mages have yet to find a way to capture the pests before the Groff eats some. So it's a big swamp dog. It is. And with a they got a, for grub. They got a lot going on, too. There's a lot going on here. So yeah, they resemble, like, it almost just looks like they are just have green fur kind of yeah like big and like i'm assuming you're like sitting there in water for a long time it yeah it's like accumulated some like algae and moss and stuff yeah it's like yeah. this kind of bioluminescent kind of blue bulbs um, yeah bulbs is a good word for it kind of on its bulbs. back it kind of matches the same color of the eyes which are that a very striking blue yeah they glow it's a, it's beautiful yeah, it's got that. Ooh, yeah, so it's got a thirty foot speed and a thirty foot swim. It's got that strength. Oh no! What? L- uh, uh, click on the picture. Yeah, I see it. It's 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 jumping up to eat a pest mascot. <laughs> I didn't see that at first. <laughs> no. <laughs> he gonna chomp. He's gonna chomp. Not my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the kinship that we develop with the creatures we individually talk about. Oh, man. He just started living. He just got out of his parents' house, out on his own, trying to figure out who he is. And here comes his Groff, Jonathan Groff. (laughs) Oh, my new book, Here Comes Groff. Oh, man. Yeah. Groff's got that false appearance. If the Groff is motionless at the start of a combat, it has advantage on initiative rolls. Moreover, if a creature hasn't observed the Groff move or act, that creature must succeed on a DC 18 investigation check to discern that the Groff isn't just an ordinary moss-covered bog patch. Hell yeah. Uh, They can hold their breath for up to an hour. Uh, they make one bite attack and one swamp claw attack. Uh, dude, uh, swamp claw sounds like uh, you know, it's like a, like the the local legend. Like, oh man, you don't want to go out there. Why not? That's where swamp claw lives. <laughs> it sounds to me like a like a bluegrass metal band. Oh yeah, are you fucking ready to rock where? Yeah, it does like an electric banjo kind of Uh, situation. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, The bites a bite. It bites you. Chomp. The swamp claw. uh, Plus seven to hit. 1d6 plus five. Slashing damage. If the target is a medium or smaller creature, it must succeed on a DC 15 strength saving throw or become engulfed by the groff. That's my follow-up book, Engulfed by the groff. While engulfed, the target cannot breathe. 
is restrained and takes 3d6 poison damage at the start of each of its turns. Fuck! When the Groff moves, the engulfed target moves with it. The Groff can only have one target engulfed at a time. An engulfed target can repeat the saving throw at the end of its turn. On a success, it escapes into the nearest unoccupied space. That makes me wonder, is it actually made out of plant shit then? I think so. Like, it's classified as as a plant. So it just fucking opens itself up. It's just a plant with a dog face. It's a plant with a dog face. Damn. And swamp claws. I think that... um, Yeah, it just wraps you up. I do think that I know that uh, uh, you were thinking engulfed by the Groff is is a is, what were you saying a book? Yeah, it's my new it's my new book. It's well, like a, it's like a self help book. I was gonna say that could also be the title of uh, of Broadway superstar Jonathan Groff's um, <laughs> like sad autobiography, like when he got like way too into himself. And like you know, he's like realizing that he's not the most important person ever. He's like, my my, my memoir engulfed by the Groff. Woof. <laughs> hey, my legs are really tired because I'm taking a lot of long walks, but I'm also <laughs> really parched because there's a lot of long walks for some really small drinks of water. <laughs> that bit described what you were just doing. <laughs> God, I'm bad at this. Anyway. No, you're exceptional at this, and I love you for it. Thanks, buddy. Um, What do you prefer, Zach? Griff or Groff? Don't put me in this position. All right. um, Let's see. Um, Best, better swimmer, Griff or Groff? Oh, definitely Groff. Honestly, I've never never seen you swim, so I don't know. Have you never seen me swim? No. When was the last time you swam, Griff? (laughs) <laughs> shit <laughs> god what was it i've been in a hot tub recently I mean, yeah that's the count you're, you're waiting <laughs> <laughs> um okay more who's more charming griff or groff oh griff okay um yeah this has the load one in my favor groff has a charisma of seven you've got a charisma of at least nine my man hey i said at least nine fine um more f- who who likes gubbies more griff or groff Ooh, is that's a close one but i gotta say i've got a i've got a gubby you do have a gubby but groff likes to eat grubbies so mm-hmm. i feel like it's definitely on the lookout for gr- for, for gubbies more okay so you're saying groff but, but yeah groff by a hair or a leaf um who- <laughs> damn <laughs> Um, who who do you think is uh, more sought out by college students, Griff or Groff? Oh, nah, nah, I, well, it depends. Because we'll say Griff. All right. Most of my new coworkers are college students. There you go. And, and, I, they seem to like me. There you are. Hmm. Who likes the color green more, Griff or Groff? Ooh, green is for Griffin, so I have mm-hmm. to go with 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 green. All right. And um, I just said I have last... to go with green. Well, you're correct because green is for Griffin. Green is for Griffin. Yes, Griffin wins the green one. And then last one, who's who loves Zach Rob more, Griff or Groff? Oh, it's no question. It's definitely Griff. Yeah. My after look, I, I like me and Groff are fine. Yeah. But it's just like 
Man. But does like does Groff have like an unhealthy obsession with you? No, I, I think okay. I, I think I think we're we're equally ambivalent about each other. So nice, 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 nice. Yeah. nice. You know, me and Groff, it's it is what, what it is. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of Griff or Groff. <laughs> It's a, yeah, it's a good name. We'll have to come back to this at some point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very niche game. There we are. So, that's that's all of them. I think so, yeah. I think so, which does bring us to the end of another episode. What? I know. Say it ain't so. Oh, unfortunately. It, it is, in fact, so, but... All right. Thank you, of course, everyone, for coming out and listening to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. You know, that's our show. That's our show. We care for it deeply. And the fact that some of you out there care for it as well, like, makes our hearts just a flutter. Not yeah. as much as, like, Groff's, you know, a heart is a flutter for, for past mascots. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, like, it's a bit obsessive. It's, it's, it's tittering. It's tittering, not, not fluttering. But well, we're a fluttering. But we're a fluttering, and we appreciate you all very, very much. Yeah. Yeah. As per usual, you know, if you want to uh, check out more of the shows on the Ghost Light Media Network, you can do that at uh, ghostlightmedia.net, uh, or check us out at GLM Pods on the Twitter. Um, yeah, we've got a, uh, if you haven't listened to, like, to some most recent episodes, we have a new show on the network, uh, uh show run by one zachary tuttle rob himself that's me yeah we got episode two uh came out well one year listen this came out yesterday so uh check out episode two um of what's the show called oh the silent secrets you can check that out on uh on twitter at silent secret pod or uh, at the silent secrets.com yeah I'm also going to briefly shout out um, one of your uh, your wife, my friend uh, Nicole's projects um, with the Lafrisian Chronicles. It's an audio drama that we're both involved with. Oh, hell yeah. Um, the first season is coming up on its finale soon. I think it's I one more. I think it's one more episode. The uh, 19th yeah, just dropped, and I think it ends on 20. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so get- Zach and I both are, are performers in that show, in that audio drama. That's what um, at the at Lafrisian Chronicles on Twitter. I don't oh remember. God, I, I gotta find it. Gotta find the handle. Quick, 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 quick. Uh, 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 we gotta uh, close uh, out this episode, Griffin. At Lafrisia Audio. That's L A F R E S I A Audio. Lafrisia. There you are. Fantastic. Uh, as per usual, you know, if you want to support the show more, you know, you can leave us uh, reviews and uh, and uh, ratings on uh, what whatever podcatcher. Uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. If you want us to talk about anything in particular on the show, hit us up on Twitter at PetShopCast. Hit up our DMs or oh. talk to us on the Discord server at Ghostlight Media. I cannot illustrate how much we love it when people slide into our DMs. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Just but do it. Just do it. Um, other than that, do it uh, right now. Do it right now. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Um, that's about it. Here in a scenic Guadalajara. Guadalajara. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Uh, yeah. Friends, I've been Zach. I have been Griffin. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day, it's all about love, baby. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you went so far. I had to go back to the last. Sorry. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> 
Thank you all for listening to episode 80 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over on ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Ice Deer Brewing, Joel, and Nate for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find her at Nicole Voice on Twitter and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Morand and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, I changed part of the outro if you didn't notice, and it took me like three times to get it right because I'm so used to saying it the old way. Anyway, bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.